bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this Tyler Perry movie got AIDS spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the blackout tips premium podcast network i am your host rod joined as always by my top diggity dog karen and we are here to review a movie that you've either seen don't ever plan on seeing or just don't care about spoilers because we spoil the movie and in today's case that is dc's latest superhero film shazam it's a whole family y'all he gave his power to the rest of his siblings in the adoptive foster care system and that's how they beat the villain mm-hmm. we told you we were spoiling it and now you know come on <laughs> you shouldn't have played around and messed yeah. with the play button it does. it's in the title it's in the title uh now of course we like to talk about the trailers we see before the movie then we talk about the movie where we uh rate it from zero to five we talk about what we like what we didn't like and finally we wrap it up with your comments on our website and we got a lot of feedback today for us so uh, so let's talk about the the trailers which honestly weren't a lot of new trailers Mm -hmm. missing link is a trailer is a movie apparently about an animated movie about like a sasquatch that's going to meet some yetis or yetis that's going a yeti that's going to meet some sasquatches zach galifianakis is in it i won't be seeing that yeah i'm out it looks terrible yes it does i don't have kids so i can avoid these uh my spy is a movie starring dave batista who you guys may know as drax uh from guardians of the galaxy and it appears to be like a comedy and a kid's comedy at that where he's a badass super spy that uh befriends a young uh biracial child and um they go and that child discovers he's a spy and then makes him teach her how to be a spy and it's supposed to be like an adorable comedy yes and the thing is he has found his role because like he's big and he's buff Mm -hmm. and no he doesn't have the quote-unquote same charm as the rock does but he plays those roles very very well so i I think this movie's gonna make some money it'll be interesting because it did look funny Mm -hmm. um i don't know a hundred percent like how um i would need to see other stuff like what the rest of the cast look like um i wonder when it's coming out like it could be a timing thing oh yeah that matters too um what is rated because it seemed like a family movie so maybe it's something that kids could get into pg at, at, it's the, PG? at the, no no i'm assuming it's pg at the highest oh okay i don't know you know going looking at the age of little girl i don't see it being pg-13 with the, with the little girl she's a nine-year-old age. girl it's just right. weird because you got violence yes yeah, i mean he's a spy and they show like him beating the shit out of people so you know is i don't know when it comes to stuff like that i can never tell like what they're gonna rate those movies right well pg well yeah i can see them going pg 13 at the highest but i don't see them going no r or nothing like that yeah i'm on there on the imdb and it doesn't show what it's rated so maybe it's not yet rated i don't know that's true um anyway um uh that did look cute 
I just don't think I'm gonna see that in the theater. But what do you think? Yeah, I thought it looked cute. No, I don't think I'll be seeing it in the movie theaters either, but I could see people going to go see it because, like I said, he played Drax so well. Yeah. And, you know, he looks like he's kind of playing that character in real life. Dora and the Lost City of Gold was the third trailer. This Nigga. joint. Mm-hmm. This shit looks fucking terrible. Dora <laughs> the Explorer is a child. You got her as a teenager talking about, I was born in the jungle. What kind of bullshit is this? This shit looks terrible. It honestly looked like they wanted to um it honestly like what the trailer you would expect to see for like a porn parody of some shit like this. right the girl was way too fucking old right and, and, and my thing is i with the i i even understand the concept of what they was doing but i'm like you she's too old she's too developed i think they're just trying to make like tomb raider with dora or something like a comedy tomb raider version of dora and maybe it's gonna be a hit and you know i didn't grow up on dora like some of these kids did oh. so maybe the the kids have grown up that started with dora and so now they're of an age where they'll be like yeah we want to have like a jumanji dora but my thing is this i love dora and if they were going to make dora that age they should have did they have a new a newer version of dora where dora is called like dora in the city or something like that where she's actually in the city and she has friends like uh like mm-hmm. aged up friends like if you were gonna do something like this make an adventure with her and her older friends yeah. and have them go on an adventure like if you're gonna i don't my my thing is that i don't mind them aging them up but if you're gonna go quote unquote with the original dora she should have been younger yeah it just feels weird yes and, and like you said and it feels like they just want to show a teenager in some shorts running around and flipping his shit and you go no no i and i'm not gonna say it's not age appropriate but you know if you're trying to tag the the children children the smaller children Dora should have been younger okay yeah i just didn't i don't know it's not for me men in black seen this trailer dark phoenix seen this trailer secret life of pets 2 it was a trailer about the bunny which is kevin hart's character which i think they delayed because they said like last year i remember them saying like and watch out for the trailer starring the bunny and then kevin hart went on that like Mm -hmm. i'm not doing the oscars i'm over it uh tour Mm -hmm. and uh it changed everything yes it did they delayed it and now you know he ain't said nothing and you know nobody gets canceled and i'm not gonna lie y'all i'm gonna see that shit because it looks good yeah i I think i'm i'm definitely in because i enjoyed the first one me too ironically louis ck was in the first one i haven't seen anything about him oh who did he play in the first one uh he was one of the dogs i believe oh i bet you i bet you they took that dog out whatever whichever one he played which is funny because you know you just said nobody gets canceled but uh that he definitely need to take a break <laughs> oh yeah he need to take a break like i said he he still come around he he will still force himself upon you yeah i'm actually looking at the casting for listing for for the second one i don't see him in it no it, instead of top building this one has pat oswald not louis ck okay and that makes sense after everything that went down then who knows he may have came in and and did his role lines and shit it was like you know what we can deal with kevin horn but this bullshit no you got to go so yeah Patton oswald is the voice of max who louis ck played in the first one and th- you know what and that makes sense that yeah. makes complete sense they're like you know what just fucking books at voice acting we can get somebody to do this because i guess you know even with kevin hart's comments it's not like he physically did something to somebody correct um so maybe it'll it's be still okay. fucked up as that is correct 
um all right let's see what else we get. but that trailer was also very funny yes it was uh godzilla 2 seen the trailer and pokemon detective pikachu had a longer version of the trailer yes um but yeah i'm all the way in for that it's just yeah. very silly and funny looking oh yeah 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 I, like i said i i was kind of at the tail end like i was older when the pokemon phase actually was really heavy i know for a lot of people pokemon was they shit and i've seen pokemon and 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 seen the tv shows and things like that uh but this looks fucking adorable and i don't care what nobody says ryan reynolds as fucking pikachu is the fucking best yeah um it's just silly and funny yes so, i'm in um all right so let's get into shazam um <laughs> shazam is let me see it read the little synopsis thing here um where is it at oh uh, this just this isn't really a synopsis we all have a superhero inside of us it just takes a bit of magic to bring it out in billy batson's case by shouting out one word shazam the streetwise 14 year old foster kid can turn to the adult superhero shazam um so shazam is about a kid that gets superpowers from jame hasu who of course refuses to play any characters with a last name yes that, that was one of my likes he kept the tradition going the streak is alive yes. with J- jama hansu mm-hmm. no when i tell y'all no last name say my name shazam that, that's it that was his name I'm looking at his uh credits right now sumo bosley the wizard shazam korath duke aquaman king rico that's not even a last name Name. drago uh and dragons uh, he just hates last names he he had to go back to like nine movies to get to his first character with a last name what he actually played one with a last name i mean he has a couple i mean you can't go your whole life without playing one but i'm about to say he he definitely (laughs) got he he alleged the last names he definitely doesn't like having a last name they're like we got a last name for you no um but yeah so um the um so yeah so that's basically the plot synopsis there's a wizard um evil wizard played by um mark strong who's a resident like just evil guy (laughs) yes he just plays bad guys he had a car commercial where he was a bad guy he just (laughs) can't help himself um so yeah he he's uh the bad guy in this and uh he plays a wizard that is gets invited to get the superpowers of shazam but as a kid but he falls to temptation because it's like a test you have to take and he selects the evil test part and gets banished and spends the rest of his life trying to find a way back to uh getting this evil power and he does get it and then it's him versus shazam from that point on um karen what'd you like about this movie i love the kids the foster family mm-hmm. they were the best um just all of them they were all adorable in their own way and i just the family i'm just going we're going to say kids and the family yeah even the father and mother because oh, they had jerry and he was jerry from the walking okay. dead and he was being jerry from the walking dead yeah he's cooper andrews he plays victor vasquez I the father see, i can see him talking to his walking dead family just like that mm-hmm. he, you know and the thing is he's so adorable that even when he got mad at the main character named billy it was just funny just to hear him raise his voice you were like you're not really mad are you mm-hmm. he was just so adorable and even the mom uh you can tell that uh their chemistry the him and the mom's chemistry was great together you could tell they actually loved their children and both of them were actually foster children 
so they could relate and yeah all the kids were so especially the, the smallest one the little black girl she was the cutest thing ever and all the children had like separate personalities and they all got to shine in their own ways oh the kids actually made the movie yeah um they had some adorable scenes i think my favorite kid was darla uh the little black girl mm-hmm. um she played by faith herman she was amazing i actually have a clip of when um billy who can't figure out how to change back from shazam to himself uh is in the house and he sneaks in and Dar- they darla's wide awake and sees his secret obviously that billy is shazam <laughs> I told you this was a bad idea. Freddy? Wait, what happened to the stairs? Hey, covering her mouth if you're going to kidnap her is not going to make her less scared, okay? Darla, it's me. It's Billy. I know I don't look like me. A wizard made me look like Maybe don't start with the wizard. It's just going to make her more confused. Some old guy brought me to a temple, and he made me say Shazam. Rosa! Verbally triggered body manipulation properties? You can switch by saying Shazam! Baby, was that you? Are you okay? Uh, I I was screwing on a bulb. Listen to me, Darla. You cannot tell anybody about this, all right? But it's Billy. He's a hero. Yeah, but if a supervillain finds out that he's a hero, that endangers us, okay? A hero's loved ones are, like, the perfect bad guy target. Is she even good at keeping secrets? Moderate. No. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> so um yeah darla was adorable to me wasn't she though um but i liked all the kids like freddie was such such a fun like you know he was like basically a stand-in for the nerds and yes he's like you know geeking on the superpowers you know every uh in the um spider-man homecoming universe is ned that's the like you got these powers you know um so you know it's like the sidekick that's kind of doing the explaining because billy finds billy basically gets superpowers without knowing what what they do what they can do it's such a rushed introduction right like literally he gets superpowers and the wizard crumbles that gave it to him and we never see him again so he has to figure out everything on his own right so he goes there's no montage of training there's nobody to teach you well there is a montage of training it's just they're experimenting trying to figure out what his powers are so we do get that training montage of you know him using powers different ways but it's just more like like i said freddie is the stand-in for the trainer there's no you know there's not like okay a, okay okay okay, okay i'm with you but when but when i go training i mean like you got a teacher that's like hey do this do that we right. don't we don't go through there was a montage of training but it was the training fail and error versus you have somebody that i know it right. i'm going to pass my skills on to you potter right. you don't get that form of training yeah so that was but it was like a thing that you know uh, alternative to it because this is an origin story and, right you know um something that i didn't think uh you know you had these moments where you're like i'm so sick of origin stories but when you do it right and you make it fun okay yeah i watch an origin story yeah and truth truth be told i like the twist on the training because like you say he initially he didn't even know what his powers could do or what he could do mm-hmm. so it was just fun just to watch them go through the trials and errors and the screw-ups and things like that it was like you said he was the quote-unquote standing for the trainer but i actually like this better than i actually have a trainer yeah um i like the tone of it mm-hmm. um it, it is violent 
I mean, yes. they don't show like blood and stuff, but like you see like demons like go to bite people's heads off. Right. Like people, someone gets thrown out of a like the a high rise like corporate office. I didn't see that going. Yeah, you like if you have smaller children, I would say about eight or nine will be probably be okay. Depends yeah. on your, you know, your, your how much. It's a little scary. It's yeah. not gross or grotesque or like, but it's scary yes yes so you know i could see smaller tr- and uh the spirits look like demons so i could see smaller children being frightened like really small children being frightened by their images so i will so anyway i uh really enjoyed the tone of this because yes you have some dark moments but what i like was the family dynamic uh with the adoption stuff um for a dc movie they weren't afraid of sad emotions like this wasn't a we're gonna avoid anything of real gravitas you're talking about abandonment issues you're Mm -hmm. talking about um you know the foster care system you're talking about living with a disability um you know things of this nature um poverty even because they weren't you know they were a house that barely was holding it together it Mm -hmm. seemed but they also just keep like certain things silly and funny so i really like stuff where they show um like for example they have a fight in the mall during christmas or whatever and billy uh can shazam and change himself back and forth we never i never find myself worrying like is someone gonna discover his identity is a camera on him it's not that kind of movie they're like no it's silly it's funny we're just throwing a lot of caution to the wind like everyone figures out a secret identity but it's not a it's not a big deal like you know because it's all people that you know he can trust it's not um a big secret and um you know the idea of the final fight being won by the togetherness of that family and his siblings and coming together that was just like a cute really cute thing that they did um as far as like winning a battle against these demons right and so I, i just like the tone of it uh something else yes i like the action the action in it was really really good um i like the fights the sequence you know i like the fact that he was inexperienced and it showed mm-hmm. you know i like the fact that when he quote unquote met his first supervillain that was like not not like a normal regular ass person he was not prepared he was like oh shit wait a minute uh oh, uh oh! I'm, right. I'm I'm getting fucked up, and I don't know how to respond to it. And a lot of that has to do with because he's actually a child, yeah. you know. And and it was times where you're looking at him, did you go, oh yeah, he actually is a child because even though he's an adult body, he's responding like a child. It'll be it. interesting to see how people feel about him learning to fly, as opposed to how people would be in dicks about it when Captain Marvel learned to fly in the middle of a battle. Come on, he he basically learned to fly in the middle of a battle, like yes, he did, it, like he just and then he was doing it, you know. And it was like a cute, funny moment. Um, another thing I liked, Zachary Levi, really good at Shazam. Mm-hmm. Like honestly his job was a lot harder than people think because yeah. you're a grown-ass man and you basically gotta act like a child like right. a like a 14 year old boy and keep it believable um that this is how this guy would be acting when you know uh as a child so i, I was really um impressed by that um 
i thought he was very funny with his delivery his faces his comedic timing yes even his body posture like i know that the suit was probably why because like people were actually i remember people were taking set photos and being like laughing like picking at the suit like he looks ridiculous he didn't lift all these weights like he clearly got like under like some type of spanks on or haha like they were laughing about it but the suit literally is supposed to look like like he's almost like a, a avatar he's right he's just pumped like you're just he's just a a, a, a a the best version of your body if you had powers and so he's billy batson at 35 or whatever with fucking like muscles and shit right and people like were like oh he didn't just work out and get that what he looks stupid but honestly in the in the movie the, the suit doesn't look stupid at all as far as like um like if the suit is supposed to look the way it looks he's supposed to look the way he looks and he just played it so great i i was really impressed with him i like the story just the story period just mm-hmm. the the story it had heart it had feelings it had emotions because basically uh billy's whole time was i need to find my parents i need to find my mama that was his whole thing then he found her and realized hey her life is literally more fucked up than mine Mm-hmm. and he basically he found out that she abandoned him mm-hmm. and you know he and then he realized i actually got a home like a real home and you know what that right there is deep for a dc movie like it's one of the first times not trying funny you i was actually like y'all trying to tell got the heartstrings because most of the time they don't do that or or if, or if they do it's the attempts are like okay what the what the hell is this like it's, it's nothing that will actually ha- make you feel compassion yeah i think um yeah it was funny when it needed to be funny it was silly when it needed to be silly i think the whole thing was kind of silly mm-hmm. um and when you say the story one of the things i like about it is this is one of the first times live action dc has leaned into like what i say they should have always done when they make these cartoon movies they don't start explaining a whole bunch of shit to you Mm-mm. they're just like listen these are our characters either accept them at what they at, at this level or don't fuck with us right and instead all the other movies are always like how do we dumb down batman how do we dumb down superman how do we kind of like bring it down to reality because this world we have to like match the reality of the real world that you have outside this movie theater and and honestly that's not what re- people really come to the theater to see i'm not saying that it never was good i mean dark knight is one of my favorite movies of all time so it's not that it was never good but it's just that in this case when you talk about a superhero like shazam that is a ridiculous you know got powers from a wizard says the word shazam turns to a grown-ass man is a little kid we it's okay to have a talking worm with a box on it in this movie yes it is and just when they showed that worm at the beginning i was like oh my god they're really going for it i didn't see the worm at first i was just like who the fuck is talking yeah no, no i'm talking about in the very opening scene when that goes to the wizard there's a jar and there's oh. a worm in there ah. that's the same worm oh that's the same worm yeah later ah. when billy goes later when billy goes which is decades later the worm He's isn't go- in there right i realized that right so uh, um so that worm is like a fucking mastermind like it's the the smartest person in the dc universe or whatever Ah. but the point being 
they fucking went there because typically that's the kind of shit they put in a cartoon right that's the kind of thing that when when directors and when when, when movie execs come together and you pitch these ideas they go oh, we can't have that fucking worm in there it's making no one's gonna people are gonna laugh at how silly it is that a fucking worm has a box and it's talking about plotting to take over the earth but that is in the comic book that is in shazam so why would you take that out i love that they finally just fucking went for it like no offense to aquaman but this is one of the things i think you almost would be better off and man i i know people out there you know that stand for jason momoa and just want to fuck him and shit are gonna you know hopefully they don't take this in a negative way but like i would have low-key been been like uh absolutely happy with a blonde haired blue-eyed orange like wear orange armor wearing aquaman not to say that jason momoa isn't good not to say that diversity right. doesn't matter representation matters all that stuff but like cool aqua bro that's just jason momoa fighting shit yeah i don't like aqua bro but but you know i'm not saying i don't like it i'm like this is just let me clear because i don't want people writing in to say you don't like it i i don't mind it right i'm just saying i know that dc's pulling their punch when they do that right leaning into it is going all the way there with like this nigga talks to fish this motherfucker uh is the honorable you know honorable one in the um in the crew of the justice league like he's kind of the corn boy boy scout to some degree but because you made a dark world you can't go with that version of aquaman you have to go with dark aquaman you have to go with like the nigga that got his hand cut off basically or the dude that grew a beard like you kind of have to do this like they do that with a lot of their characters it this movie made me think like what if the first superman was like this like if the first superman we ever saw from the dc universe was not the dark Zack snyder version but like a superman that did save puppies and fucking was always had to smile and always had the right thing and it wasn't just him grimacing looking at the camera all the time but it was him like you know waving at the people and and like it wasn't such a story of like an alien on this world that just trying to find his place but like a the idol the idealistic nature of man that we are like this is the highest echelon of what humanity should be we look out for each other we protect each other we save each other this kind of felt more like in line with that even though i don't think that's what shazam was until the end but it felt more in line with like it we can be silly a bit we can take a time to save a cat from a tree if it'll make this superhero look a little better right um so yeah that was the vibe of it was just and like i said the plot uh and the the storyline was just cool uh to me it was very exciting you know that 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 this is a bright world with fights that take place in the mall and uh scenes that take place in the school that are funny and stuff like that so um was there another thing yes uh the uh the two things number one when i was saying about the dude bro i don't i'm i don't mind jason memorial playing it i just hate that he played a dude bro i would have rather him because even even with jason memorial playing it even if they was like we're not gonna go blonde hair and blue eyes what they could have did was lean more into his heritage you know mm-hmm. and i think you would have got a different movie he still could have talked to the fish and did all that other yeah, shit I, too yeah I, I just wanted to clarify right yeah and I, and I get that you clarify too i just wanted to clarify that i wasn't saying the same thing as right i don't like jason momoa correct or, or even dude bro aquaman it's just that when you see shazam it makes you think about the possibilities of what could have been aquaman 
and i'm like yeah just do the corny shit it's okay you we're here for the corny shit we're some people gonna walk out the theater and be like ah fuck y'all but you know what they were gonna walk out of that theater with the dark version they're gonna walk out of that theater with the dude bro version right. they're gonna walk out of the theater with the corny version go ahead and lean into what you wrote and give people those golden age feeling heroes and i think they'll like it true and also uh something else i am glad me you talked i, I said this going to that theater you can tell the ceos you can tell the executives did not touch this fucking movie because like you said somebody threw this around and they were able to get it through and it was like fuck it Mm-hmm. do do what it, whatever your script is we're not gonna chop it up we're it not, felt that way like someone right. had who directed this right so whatever this person's vision was they just allowed them to just do their thing you know because even with patty jenkins they chopped her shit up to hell because she actually wanted more and i think the next wonder woman will actually be the wonder woman that she actually won't do the fucking first time but they kept telling her no so it made all the money so now they were like well i guess we can trust you and we'll let you make the movie you want to make let the people make their version of whatever their vision is anyway particularly if you have a universe where you don't have a main person with like a huge vision for everybody and linking it together if you don't got that person go ahead and allow the people to write their versions because the thing is you allow who you want to allow to do what the fuck they want to do and then you get bullshit movies with the person that you let go wild and then somebody that is actually good at their job you want to strangle them to death to where they don't even get a fraction of the movie that they actually want to do yeah so the director of this is actually david sandberg who actually directed spider-man 3 which you know was not a good movie to me um and he also directed like annabelle and like some horror movies yeah, no. uh attic planet closet space lights out annabelle creation um which is funny dc's best funniest movies are made by horror directors um and then the other thing is henry gaden wrote it and he wrote uh <laughs> he, he wrote the um zombie roadkill ham sandwich like it's like they went and found some people and apparently gave them a lot of control that uh, i can see other studios might have second guess but it worked right and also is one of those things to where uh particularly with that spider-man 3 like you said he he directed it right mm-hmm. okay yeah the dude that directed it it's like yeah i'm gonna make with y'all but with this one you can tell it was more collaboration like people you could tell people actually worked more in unison and actually talked to each other and you get a much better product yeah um another thing i liked was um the the play of um zachary levi against mark strong and as the villain versus the hero as shazam Mm -hmm. um they had some really funny moments can i help can i help do you want an autograph or something give me your power or die oh snap you're like a bad guy, right? Okay, 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 okay. Look, before this gets really stupid for you, you should know that I'm basically invincible. So you know. <laughs> the weapons of man draw no blood from our kind. The only thing that extinguishes magic is magic. Oh, you did not see that one coming, did you, Grandpa? He punched sorry, him in. I'm sorry, he punched him in the nuts. Um, but yeah, so like 
their banter between each other and then the kids banner off of him and all that stuff really made like mark strong just made like a stereotypical bad guy villain um and the really it was more about how other people reacted to him and i thought i like i thought that was one of the high points of the movie what else did you like yeah to piggyback off of that i actually enjoyed him playing the villain Mm -hmm. you know he played kind of like the alex luther that could actually fly and have fucking superpowers Mm -hmm. you know so it, it was actually really really uh fun uh the way to interact because they had one scene where he was like giving a speech i will kill your family i will do this and they was like a mile apart and you know normally when you see that they can actually hear each other and he was like i i can't hear you you sound like you're giving a deadly speech about how you're gonna kill my family and it was just the the, the, the chemistry was great and uh one of the i think this is the last one i had one of the last things i loved i love the cgi mm-hmm. you can tell that money was invested to make it look real um and i really do like that they didn't skimp on it you know you know that's interesting karen because i'm gonna be honest i couldn't really tell that it was better cgi because sometimes i even could look at like especially the flying scenes you could really like i could tell like oh that's just cgi right but the movie was better and the other thing about the cgi that they didn't do as much of they still did a little bit of it not as much grayscale stuff it's not just punch him into a gray building into a bunch of gray bricks and a gray underground like you know like everything's concrete and and like they didn't do that so like i gave them like it didn't bother me it never bothers me to be honest really but what bothers me more than anything is normally just the colors the lack of colors and i wonder if they didn't use the same animation studio that Zack snyder normally uses you can, you can tell they didn't uh, yeah i don't know that they so you know that they didn't no 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 i'm, I'm okay. just i'm just saying because to me this actually looks better than some of their stuff in the, it wasn't perfect it looked much better right but i also like i said i'm not saying they didn't because someone might write up and be like they use the same studio they right. just changed some things I- i guess i google it my bad go ahead i don't know yeah i don't yeah google it if you got to or whatever but i so i'm not saying they did or didn't what i'm saying is it definitely they made they def this movie had some tonal changes from the other movies fighting in broad daylight not underground in a sewer not uh in an abandoned building not in a uh a island that had like uh that that gray island they fought doomsday on like this one they made some choices to be like we're gonna be outside at a carnival it's brightly lit in the daytime and we're fighting you know there's a couple fights at night and there's a couple grayscale villains near the end that are like the the demons and shit but in general uh it yeah the cgi i agree it was like i said it, i don't know you say it looked a lot better i it may and it may have i can't even it's not i didn't even take time to notice because they were just doing such a good job of keeping my eye working because they were out in bright day fighting and shit right and and i and i do think that uh for me uh like i said it wasn't perfect but like i said it it was a lot better than i've seen in the past mm-hmm. like i said particularly i know with the third act of wonder woman it just did not look good at all mm-hmm. um so i actually like you say with them fighting at different times of the day with them with the flying and things like that you know there may have been times where you go oh i can kind of see it but overall like you say when the movie is good and the movie is as fast paced as this you're very forgiving for that shit because it's kind of not as bad but when the movie is not as good or it's something you're just just blaring to the eye you'll you'll be more apt to 
to pick up on cgi yeah um things i would just throw in because you said that was your last one right mm-hmm. uh more positives i would throw in before we get out of here um comedy thought it was funny yes um when it needed to be funny pacing it felt like it was moving along briskly i know it's two mm-hmm. hours and 12 minutes and you do have to stay for the credits and the post-credit scene you know post-credit scene maybe but definitely the mid-credit scene you want to stay for yes um but so that one like it almost feels like the deadpool of their x-men universe where yes they made a lot they made the movie good by just kind of not really referencing the other movies as much like there's a battering in here there's a there's mentions of superman there's a gag with superman at the end yes. coming to eat lunch with freddy um so i like that stuff the pacing was good the arc of our main character billy batson um who was essentially just a 14 year old street urchin was cool like i like that he let his family down in the middle didn't show up to to lunch with with him was trying to run away um was just thinking that he's gonna like find his mom and fix everything and the the heartbreak of discovering his mom been two blocks away from her, her whole life and just never checked on him or nothing just moved on with her life Mm -hmm. and was done um which you know that scene really sucked um and then um like so i like that story arc and and then him figuring out to come around and family is is the people that that take care of you and the people you live with and where your home is and stuff he's picking up these lessons the whole time um they may could have spent a little more time with the family to, to build that dynamic but at the same time they didn't really have a lot of time they could have kept making like if they would have added five to ten more minutes to this film i feel like it changes everything it does so you know 212 is already stretching it mm-hmm. so um and then the last thing i say positive 5 p.m start come on 5 p.m come on 5 p.m make a big difference you can get out for eight yep i got 5 p.m on it ow i really enjoyed the fact that we got to see this movie at five instead of seven so we were out of the theater by like 8 15 or so um which is much better than you know getting out of there say like 10 come on you know so i hope more movies do these early release things where they can then turn because they put out basically an early release two weeks ago which is like a special event on a saturday bumblebee did the same thing Mm -hmm. we actually went to the bumblebee one yes but if once they put it out it seems that the rules change so they don't have to necessarily put this out at thursday at 7 p.m Mm -mm. for when they do the major wide release and so now they were showing at 4 p.m 4 30 5 and then 7 yo more of this please yes more of this like to get out of the theater and it's still light outside come on um all right la- and now let's get into the negatives with anything you did not like about this movie karen Mm-mm. karen says nothing uh i do have a couple things that i could you know have to mention go ahead um it felt like the villain was evil for no reason like his dad was mean to him when he was a kid a little bit and then just he grew up and was like i'm gonna be a major fucking dick like i i I don't know if it's just that's the powers of that ball that he wanted that was my assumption everyone had but they he studied like part of the thing with the plot was he studied this phenomena of this wizard abducting people and they all failed the test how come all them niggas wasn't trying to get that back back to the uh wizard planning and get everybody else is like this is some bullshit like i 
i don't know it was a weird dream or something and then he's the only one that's like what are the symbols i have to get back and i thought they were gonna like put it together like why he was like so focused and driven and we never really know his motive like what he's planning to do to the earth they say the demons are using him we actually never really know what the demons plans are i guess just to unleash chaos or something right that was their plan yeah because in the earlier they said you know when the wizards explaining it shazam is like you know when they unleashed this it was uh chaos on the earth and uh, civilizations were destroyed and i was like i guess that's good enough of an explanation um (laughs) uh so that was kind of a like weird he's like a like he's a he's basically just a stand-in villain and he played mark strong played it well but like i said he he wasn't like extremely compelling to me he's just a bad guy to get beat correct um and then uh the last thing is the gray demons i wish they would have like done a little bit more the demon designs like at least made them not just look like concrete or grayscale like i wish they could have maybe colored them in or something made them glow or something they turned to ashy Mm. smoke or whatever i don't know it's like the demons were just kind of like there but it reminded me of all the other dc movies where i'm like here we go with the grayscale bad guys and the demo goblin motherfuckers flying around and they're all gray and steppenwolf is gray and you know and the the the, oh um i forget who wonder woman fought in the third act but that nigga was great he was like aries aries was great like every like i don't like the gray shit i wish dc would get away from the gray shit um so other than that i don't have anything else negative to add maybe some people might feel it's a little long uh because it's over yeah, two hours I, I can see people feeling that way yeah especially because it's kind of a kids movie kind of not yeah and I so know, you know for kids to sit there two hours 45 minutes that's basically long it's a long time half is yeah. the max for children and um i know me there were several times that i busted out laughing loud it mm-hmm. it's not the same but thor was way better low mm-hmm. far as comedy you know yeah. beats but but the way the comedy beat was i actually had a ball and i laughed out loud several times okay uh and then the last thing oh wait i did have one more thing that i could see people not liking although it didn't bother me because i just took the unattention of comedy and kept it moving john man house was that wizard is a huge size yes it is huge fucking size like just think with that big gray beard and shit i i just laughed because it's john hasu playing another character with no last name so it didn't bother me but oh him, yeah him delivering that wizardly exposition was kind of clunky i was like okay well I, all right good enough he's yeah. only in the movie 10 minutes so get let's your go. paycheck yeah uh but he, it was just the shit was funny um all right we only had comments for us since the last time we did a show and uh some of them were long because y'all niggas want to be deep <laughs> um <laughs> oh did we score zero to five? Oh, five. You, we're about to get some think pieces yeah i would give it a five as well man this is definitely the best actually i would give it like a four and a half this is definitely though hands down not even close dc's best effort since like the dark knight agreed just just as far as leaning and it doesn't even feel it's not trying to copy the dark knight or be the dark knight it's like just this is some cartoon kid shit for kids but we did a live action and if you're an adult that's into this kid shit come on in that's what the movie is all right celeste 63 says hey rod and karen i thought this was a great movie lapita delivered an award-winning performance winston duke and the other actors were good the three black child actors were great and young adelaide with those facial expressions awesome i saw it twice to see if i missed anything the first time thanks peace 
thank you classic r&b lover says hello rod and karen i absolutely loved us i thought it was brilliant a brilliant take on the underbelly of american society and i will be going to see it again karen's thought that the underworld represented america's homeless population was really interesting i thought it was about the ugly side of us we don't want to see you know how when something horrible happens in the u.s you get people who say this is not america i know when the evil done is the epitome of who and what america has always been but the context being the us we consciously choose not to see has given so many additional thoughts and speculations i too got right away with the upworld lapita was in fact the really underworld lapita and thinking that made me love the film even more jordan peele crafted a perfectly constructed mystery the clues were all there yeah those are my favorite type of horror movie type thing if you're gonna do it make it so i can put it put it together i hate horror movies where they just present some shit in the third act no one could have fucking known Mm. and they're like this puts it all together and i'm like not really you know and it happens a lot of times in horror which is why it's not one of my favorite genres to be honest like mm. you know a lot of people say oh it's because i'm so scared i will get scared i'm gonna have nightmares i don't have nightmares after seeing shit like this i have i'm a fucking grown-ass adult and <laughs> not with us us was more sci-fi to me okay whatever a lot of people said it was scary horror and it was in the horror genre and jordan peele said it was a horror movie that being said i it, i don't need to trick my brain or whatever it's literally just most of the time it's some bullshit and that's what i i don't mm, like i don't like okay. when they're like in the beginning they're like a monster is abducting people and everybody's dying and and people are, and what what's doing it well how is this happening and then the third act they're like it's not really happening it's all in your brain or is it in your brain and i'm like this shit you just presented some shit that don't make sense just so you can wink at the camera and be like isn't that trippy no i want this fucking thing to make sense i want you know if a doll is killing people i want to know why the doll is able to kill people and how you stop the doll i want it to be like a fucking like reason to solve this problem not just wouldn't it be cool if this you know one of the things i don't like about a lot of horror movies too is they end it and then they kind of like don't really end it where it's like right at the end it's like they defeated the old haunted spirit that was in their house and then a door slams suddenly and you're like oh the spirit's still there well what the fuck was the point of learning all this right. shit but like or did they right i don't dun, like dun, dun. yeah that's why i don't like horror it's not the i don't i don't really i don't really get scared of shit that i know can't happen like you know it's, oh a ghost that's not what scares me um anyway um da-da-da-da. uh oh you just had to see the clues and put them together lapita's inability to snap on the inability to snap on the beat little lapita being unable to speak after her experience in the breach the fact that underworld lapita was the only one of the people from the underworld who could speak albeit in a manner that reminded me of how people talk for a while after a sore throat prevents them from speaking yeah that was a thing too because there was a big issue about like her using uh people's disability as a um inspiration on how to do the voice for red which in all fairness i did feel was a bit overblown i'm not sure what she was supposed to do um it's like if she wouldn't have admitted that then because she's the one who said that, that that that's what it was based on i guess if she wouldn't have admitted that people would have been like she did it and and i don't like that she did it and she you know so she admits that without you know being prompted or in any scandals and then people get mad like why would you use that voice for that but at the same time like i like that her throat was crushed in the um in the beginning when the when red 
grabbed her she grabbed her by the throat and then chained her up right her her voice would have probably been messed up correct you know but whatever i'm just glad that lapita's a kind gracious type of person that apologizes for shit like that come on and just goes i didn't mean to offend anybody and i'm sorry and let's raise awareness for this cause i'm glad she's that type of person you know that's one of those situations where if someone would have said well why didn't they just give this job to an actor with this disability it actually wouldn't work because you have to be able to play both versions right you know it's kind of like sometimes there's a movie where a role is like this person is paralyzed but then they have scenes in the movie that's like a flashback to like when they were walking or when they were playing football or something you like in those cases you can't have a person who is disabled play like both versions of that so i get how sometimes it's you know i think it's just a different issue people are more upset that like this disability was used on the person that this is what was what i thought was really this is one of the reasons i thought what they were saying was kind of like you need to think about what you're saying Mm -hmm. because they were like we're tired of evil characters being having this voice and or or having a disability and i was like the underground version red is not necessarily evil Mm -mm. that's the whole point of the movie Mm -hmm. it's just circumstances you get she's the one who got abducted and she's rightfully belongs up above ground with her people is she really evil i think that's what we were supposed to think with this movie was who's really evil what is evil so anyway i also thought that jason understood or at the very least suspected the truth by the end of the film uh yeah i think so too um i think the kid may have figured it out the look they shared mm-hmm. maybe um but that's still his mama though as far as he's concerned yes not even far as he, that's literally his mama right it's not even a uh, far as he concerned like the other she birthed him so that's his mama that's his mama that other red she birthed the the kid that was uh born to fire and all that shit so uh the question i had was did either you notice that when they planned around the summer house panned around the summer house you didn't see any pictures of lapita's father they only showed lapita with her mother given the arguments and the way the mother pulled away from the father therapist's office and her blaming him for what happened to their daughter i wonder if the underworld lapita and her different personality and inability to speak spelled the end of her parents marriage maybe it sounded like they were already having problems and arguing at that um at that fair right and uh you know i think we were supposed to take from like that session they had in with you know with him basically being like i only lost 15 minutes you know like that they did not make it through that Mm-mm. uh this one's from jeff who says hey rod and karen i really liked us but as a fan of horror my favorite genre i was a bit disappointed i felt so much tension but not much in the way of scary it felt a lot like aliens more of a suspenseful sci-fi movie a genre which i like too but i really felt like the science part was lacking i left wanting more info on the cloning and how it got abandoned and whatnot yeah i definitely feel you on that like karen like that was what so karen just said it was she felt it was more like a sci-fi movie Mm -hmm. you just said it felt a little like suspenseful like a sci-fi movie but when you said we don't have the information on the cloning and all that stuff that's why i would say it's not sci-fi it's horror and that might not be the the scariest type of horror but the fact that we don't get no details on that in the sci-fi movie i feel like they break down like we clone these people for generations we're like making sure they mate we're uh some there's a facility where we're taking care of them that like it's such a like nebulous concept of just abandoning these people to the underground world and just walking away from it without like 
killing them population control surveilling them that makes no fucking sense you know what i mean to me it's it's like oh this is just a horror element for us to have as a plot point later when all these niggas pop up to be like oh here they go isn't this scary it's a version of you out there that will kill you i think that's the whole point you know even the beginning with that like there are millions of tunnels under the, the, the dirt in america like yeah okay you know what i mean like okay, all right you this is just a reason to say when these niggas pop up on your ass they could have been anywhere and they just been hiding underneath you all your life so um this is what that said is way better than 90 percent of horror so i give it a 4.5 out of 5 on a horror movie curve i give it a 3.5 on a regular movie scale all that said lapita nyango gave one of the best acting performances i've ever seen she was spectacular nailing every part of those roles she really needs to get a lot of nominations and a few awards for this i agree i agree i wonder who gonna bring it like lapita did because this is early in the year and that's the only thing kind of like with get out we you start to worry well, yeah you come too too close to the beginning of the season and you got months before voting mm-hmm. time you know possibly next yeah. year before they actually were going to vote so mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting like you want to put it out so it makes money right but then you really gotta push this during movie like season for awards and stuff and the critics it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with this movie because her performance to me is like one of those iconic performances where we were boy i think more than the movie i remember her performance Correct. and this is one of those movies where you go and especially because it's so rare to see a black woman get that type of shine mm-hmm. it's one of those movies where i think we'll look back and be like yo this this is when we knew lapita can act act yes. before this we just speculated and hoped and never she never got the part that 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 gave that gave her the juice to do this and now she got the part right it's like she went to school for this like she's a professional but it's amazing as as many years as she's been in the industry nobody ever gave her a leading role like this yeah um uh also i'm with karen the music was great i think rod said it was like another character that's exactly what i said to ariana as we left the theater i'm going to watch it again this week because i also think i like it more on the second watch it's got so much in it that i don't think i picked up um oh for sure like this isn't the kind of movie i'm gonna own on blu-ray oh yes like i'm gonna own this on blu-ray like i watch get out every once in a while um just because there's always some little shit that i'm like oh my god what about this it's just so masterfully done the difference between this is i just don't think he had a point that was like as as one-to-one as get out was with Mm -hmm. white liberal racism correct this us is not just a one thing it's a it's like somebody got really high and was like what if we put all the things in a movie and i can see how it would overload some people and other people would be like what fucking like yeah like you said what genre is this really what you know what's the plot point really is it sci-fi like what 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 is the purpose of what he's teaching what is he trying to teach with this and uh yeah it to me it felt like you cherry pick and take what you want from it and he's actually been retweeting on twitter different think pieces about it and they're not all matching up so it's like uh somebody's like this reminds me of indigenous americans and how you know colonization just destroyed them and he he will retweet that and then somebody else will be like this reminds me of immigrating immigrants and da 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 and he'll retweet that so i think it 
he's okay with it meaning more than one thing to a lot of people right and it's the people that's like it gotta mean something he's like it's whatever you think it is and people go no you got to tell me they won't get out part two right be well thanks for all the work you put in never feel bad about taking time off you earn or if you should take it love jeff m and then oh he said sorry to send a second email on the same thing upon rereading my email it was way more negative than i intended i really liked us a lot i mean you gave it 4.5 that's true it was one of the best thrillers i've ever seen i only wish it was marketed as a thriller rather than horror which is a way smaller point than i wrote in my previous email that's that's it that's what the genre is it's a thriller it's not really hard it's not really sci-fi that that yeah i can see that what then what's the difference between a thriller and a horror so a thriller like a lot of mysteries like detective mystery type movies are thrillers a lot of like another idea of a thriller is like um sleeping with the enemy did you ever see that yes years ago like that's a thriller it's not really horror okay you know it's not like a person got superpowers or freddy's coming to you in your dreams or you can't kill jason right or halloween it's more like suspense and will like walk in the house and it's darkly lit but the physical properties of what are happening is grounded in some reality to me is is it like that uh uh what is his name gabrielle union movie we seen when she was in that house that's a thriller too yeah that's not a horror movie it's okay scary, but, but yeah but, but it's a thriller but yeah that's a thriller yeah okay okay i'm with you now so i i think that makes more sense i think that's pretty much you know george i mean i'm not gonna contradict jordan pill he said he called it hard it's hard but okay it felt more like a thriller to me yeah and like i said and i guess my definition of horror is a little different that's why i i wasn't really thinking thriller i was thinking more of sci-fi because i was like oh i can deal with this but yeah when you say sci-fi you're thinking more techie stuff more detailed stuff i think i think sci-fi you gotta concentrate on the science right we didn't get none of the science oh no no we didn't get no science it was all just concepts that they didn't explore at all right and i think for me that was the closest definition to what i thought it was because i like i said i wouldn't have considered it a flat-out horror yeah and of course there is horror sci-fi there's thriller slash horror so like there's genre bending here like you can have like aliens is horror sci-fi okay and i'm like you can have all right so you can have both it doesn't have to be just one so um yeah he says uh pill i do think jordan pill is cemented his standing as the best thriller writer slash director of our generation and if he does it again as i think he will maybe of all time yeah and he did uh uh twilight zones coming out yeah uh and as i think more about it i love the prequel with the scientists and how the clones were made and then how it went wrong and were abandoned that piece i felt was missing uh but it's still a fantastic movie without oh I, okay i'd love a prequel yes i yeah that was what was missing the sign i agree the we didn't get the scientific process or what the fuck they were gonna do what could the clones do and all that shit uh that's the piece i felt was missing but it's still a fantastic movie without any without any of that anyways it was great and i can't wait to see it again uh this one from logan two one two times one who says hey rod and karen this movie had me shook i agree the music was like another character and i nearly cried when lapita's characters were fighting in the tunnels because it was hauntingly beautiful she acted her ass off all that yes all the actors did a phenomenal job um the other part you have to think about too is every other character that had a tethered you could control your tether mm-hmm. lapita can't because she's the fucking tethered Mm-mm. right like isn't and, that crazy and, and i didn't and that's that that's why the, right, right and that's why she couldn't even hit her when she was trying to kill her she couldn't really fucking stop her 
because she just kept fucking like no she knew what she was gonna do she just and she's moving around with that like really weird body movement it's it's a deep ass movie it just as to me just on a horror face of just what they gave us it's deep enough i don't even want to do the work of taking it to the and this is about another thing you know i'm trying not to read too many think pieces about the movie because i don't want them to ruin how i feel about it as a black woman and a mom i found us way more frightening to get out after that movie i need a hug for my mom but she lives in mississippi so i was in my feelings for a while after seeing it with my husband he tried to shush me i agree that winston's character <laughs> no, shush you, baby. i agree that winston's character was a comic relief but he had me in my feelings too the entire movie i kept whispering yelling see this is what black women be talking about just listen to us oh my god you better fight for your family negro lol shaking my head yeah because like you said after you watched the movie you went she took control because she actually knew what was going on but she couldn't tell them that she knew what was going on but she was like i know she's here mm-hmm. and if y'all don't listen to me we're all going to fucking die she's coming to get her justifiable revenge and i've been dreading this moment my entire fucking life and that, she looking like this is why i told you i didn't want to come to the beach nigga right <laughs> and there's so many symbolisms of something coming from the underground that is coming to get you um the fake spider on the table with the real spider crawling underneath it the real one is the underground is underneath it Mm. um you know of course the frisbee landed on top of a perfect circle you know underneath it is the thing like so they just had a there's a lot of stuff coming before you even get to you know the actual plot plot that is just telling you like this is coming and that's what she's afraid of is i'm the actual copy and i'm worried that the original is coming back for me so it was funny seeing people react to that line of her as a black woman telling him you know you do not get to 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 do this you've been wrong and i when really she's still keeping a secret from him which is i can't you know that she can't tell him but i know what's gonna happen because nigga it's my fault you know so i had two theories about the film when i first saw the trailers one the little girl in the mirror got switched of course at the time i didn't realize that was supposed to be her as a little girl or two her son was going to get switched at some point in the film so once the movie got started i realized my prediction was probably correct but it didn't make the movie any less frightening for me i felt for both of her characters the doppelganger who assimilated and now just wants to protect the family and her family and the lie the original who lo- kind of lost her mind and wants revenge the great thing about the movies you had already caught on that good lapita was a doppelganger then you were questioning every move she made while they was moving through the story but even if it took you until after the reveal it's fun to keep hearing people have aha moments after about her character yeah because like i and and i'm not gonna say i look at the movie really simple because horror is not my genre there were a lot of things that they were laying before people that a lot of people picked up way before i did i did not know they had switched like i was just oblivious i was like oh shit so you know so to me i was one of those people but regardless if you put the pieces together sooner or later um you to me you still got the same i still got the same enjoyment out of the movie like a lot of people had already put everything together and they were just waiting for it to play out like for me i was watching the movie and ah i was and was just shocked but i still enjoyed the movie just as much as somebody else who had picked up the breadcrumbs and put it put it all together yeah sometimes i mean it's not like i like being the person that figures that shit out because sometimes it can ruin a movie for me Ah. or sometimes i see something coming and i'm like okay so i hope they take it another level than this obvious swerve that i see coming uh or it's obvious to me at least um like 
men in black that i keep seeing the trailer for men in black and liam neeson's in it every time i see it i'm like liam neeson's the bad guy mm-hmm. now maybe we go see that movie and that's not true and i'll be like oh okay good they switched it on me and i thought i thought i saw something that had me wrong but if we go see that movie and the the, the big bad guys this motherfucker i'm gonna be like of course like mm-hmm. i've seen enough movies we watch so many movies now it's about the execution to me more than the if i figured the plot out because i figured out they switch but then i'm like this movie even if you watched it knowing they switch it's still a good fucking movie right because you don't know what's gonna happen next and you don't know how that switch is gonna affect everything at the end so that's why you know like they could have literally had you know a red kill adelaide and then somehow we figure out that um you know red takes her place like we don't know mm-hmm. you know it could have they another a cheesier movie would have done that you know okay right and also i think for me uh put it like this it's like it's like for me to actually piece a plot together it has to be so blatant mm. like i'm like oh my gosh if i could figure it out y'all not doing a good job yeah also like uh there were other little signs too like adelaide cared about the kids that were tethered yeah, like she, she didn't yeah, she, she didn't did. want to just like brutally fucking murder them she you know she like it hurt her to see the the tethered jason burn to death it hurt her to see the little girl version of her daughter um stuck in the tree, tree with a broken back yeah because she was like i think that's yours i was like oh you know because you know because she was saying we could tell the difference between them and she so when she ran off she was like this gives us time to leave but she was like that one's yours you know mm-hmm. that that one's your baby and you know i me being a mother i understand that bond All right you being a mother what you got no, some kids you want to tell me no about? no 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 her being a mother oh you said me being a mother that's all I'm just, um, i didn't know I, I her mean, being a mother that's okay. what i meant I just need to know if it's some secret babies we need to talk about. No secret babies. Okay. Me is not nobody's mama. One interesting thing I've read is that some people have had the same second theory about her son, but they took it a little further than mine. Some think that she switched the boys early on as babies because she knew one wasn't right, which is why she's so protective of him and worried if he goes missing because she knew that the original might come and take him. And that's why she tried to talk to the burn one rather than just kill him right off. It makes for quite the mindfuck to think about, but overall it was an enjoyable, frightening experience. Yeah that's not true um i because i heard that theory on firestarter and i know people have been talking about it on message boards but it doesn't make sense because uh red said that her son pluto was born to the fire which is why he got his face burned up how the fuck you gonna switch the kids and only one of them got a burnt face obviously adelaide knows her kid is not the one with the burnt face and um and red said that he was cut from her belly and had the and she and was burned by the fire so it's not like she didn't know that's her but that's her son now every time someone looks at me too intently it's scary i got five on it play music plays we use we used to play that song in the middle school band at hot f- football games now kids will probably be playing the scary version of it in the orchestra band on violins now Real, that's really cool love you guys amai aka nerd geek, geek ninja mm-hmm. and i love the the creepy version of it arian gutledge says first of all winston duke thighs are a blessing from heaven <laughs> yes they is ha but in all seriousness jordan pill is truly gifted storyteller i absolutely love this movie and lapita's take and lapita's performance on it uh anai 89 leaves the last comment i'm a scary bitch so i (laughs) 
so i initially wasn't going to watch this movie but i'm glad that i did and because i'm a scary bitch i spoiled the movie for myself before watching it so i went in with a different perspective due to the spoilers i watched red's monologues feeling sympathetic towards her i mean if someone stole my identity choked me and forced me to live with people who function like a bunch of crackheads for the rest of my life i'd be homicidal too some of red's lines that got me a little teary-eyed we're people too and sometimes i wonder what my life would be like if you took me with you those are not exact quotes but they were things she said that made her character look very tragic and something else which i didn't think about at the time until afterwards you remember when um red had uh made uh lapita hand um uh, take the handcuffs and lock herself Mm -hmm. she took her wrist and twisted it Mm-hmm. and i was like because at first i was like oh what the hell does that mean then i was like yeah because they're tied she locked her wrist she locked her in right yeah. i was like oh that makes sense mm-hmm. because because they're tied so she was like if i make you handcuff i twist my wrist your wrist you can't move your wrist yep i was like that because and i thought about that kind of after i realized that they had exchanged i was like that shit makes sense because other because other than that the speech looks insane you go okay these are some crazy people that just came out up up at the ground mm-hmm. um uh oh yeah um those are not exact quotes that are, okay now i know the jordan peele said this movie isn't about race but fuck it this is america everything's about race the portrayal of red in the trailer <laughs> compared to red in the movie reminded me of the stereotype about black people with stereotyped as being angry and terrified however once you're aware of our backstory you know that like red our anger is very much justified also a youtuber pointed out that tethered's free tethered's freedom in the tunnels is similar to a slave revolt after being forced to live in unlivable conditions against their will and being created as a means to an end which reinforces their dehumanization another thing red's voice was terrifying in the trailer but in the movie the voice sounded weary and the ba- and based on what lapita had said in interviews about red's voice derived from childhood trauma and not having anyone talk to in the tunnels that made her even more sympathetic yeah man deep ass movie loved it glad thank you for all your comments you guys mm-hmm. really are rock stars with this right now yeah, thank y'all you so make much this worth doing um and yeah we'll be back with another movie review soon i think little comes out soon Yay. um man, a bunch of shit coming out there's another movie coming out before in game that i cannot remember off the top of my head i'm not seeing pet cemetery i don't think i know i'm not just because it looks stupid and they then the whole plot is in the goddamn trailer ain't I it dumb. i don't know why they did that um and i never saw the original so it really was spoiled for me when they showed that little girl's back fucked up and shit i was like oh so the the, the motherfuckers come back a lot so mm-hmm. i'm over i'm out of it i'm out yep yep that's the thing you put them in the ground they come back and not the same all right guys thank you so much for listening until next time shazam <laughs>